0: CHAPTER Three of the Princess and the Goblin. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. The Princess and the Goblin by George MacDonald. CHAPTER Three The Princess and We Shall See Who. When she came to the top, she found herself in a little square place with three doors, two opposite each other, and one opposite the top of the stair. She stood for a moment, without an idea in her little head what to do next. But as she stood, she began to hear a curious humming sound. Could it be the rain? No, it was much more gentle, and even monotonous than the sound of the rain, which now she scarcely heard. The low sweet humming sound went on, sometimes stopping for a little while and then beginning again. It was more like the hum of a very happy bee that had found a rich well of honey, In some globular flower, than anything else I can think of at this moment. Where could it come from? She laid her ear first one of the doors to herkin if it was there, then to another. When she laid her ear against the third door, there could be no doubt where it came from. It must be from something in that room. What could it be? She was rather afraid, but her curiosity was stronger than fear, and she opened the door very gently and peeped in. What do you think she saw? A very old lady who sat spinning. Oh, Mr. Editor, I know the story you are going to tell. It's the Sleeping Beauty. Only you're spinning too and making it longer. No indeed, it is not that story. Why should I tell one that every properly educated child knows already? More old ladies than one have sat spinning in a garret. Besides, the old lady in that story was only spinning with a spindle, and this one was spinning with a spinning wheel. Else, how could the princess have heard the sweet noise through the door? Do you know the difference? Did you ever see a spindle or a spinning wheel? I dare say you never did. Well, ask your mamma to explain to you the difference. Between ourselves, however, I shouldn't wonder if she didn't know much better than you. Another thing is that this is not a fairy story, but a goblin story. And one thing more, this old lady spinning was not an old nurse, but you shall see who. I think I have now made it quite plain that this is not that lovely story of the Sleeping Beauty. It is quite a new one, I assure you, and I will try to tell it as prettily as I can. Perhaps you will wonder how the princess could tell that the old lady was an old lady, when I inform you that not only was she beautiful, but her skin was smooth and white. I will tell you more. Her hair was combed back from her forehead and face, and hung loose far down and all over her back. That is not much like an old lady, is it? Ah! But it was white, almost as snow. And although her face was so smooth, her eyes looked so wise that you could not have helped seeing she must be old. The princess, though she could not have told you why, did think her very old indeed. Quite fifty, she said to herself. But she was rather older than that, as you shall hear. While the princess stared bewildered with her head just inside the door, the old lady lifted hers and said, in a sweet but old and rather shaky voice, which mingled very pleasantly with the continued hum of her wheel,
1: Come in, my dear, come in. I am glad to see you that the princess was a real princess you might see now quite
0: plainly for she didn't hang on to the handle of the door and stare without moving as i have known some do who ought to have been princesses but were only rather vulgar little girls she did as she was told stepped inside the door at once and shut it gently behind her
1: come to me my dear
0: said the old lady and again the princess did as she was told she approached the old lady rather slowly i confess but did not stop until she stood by her side and looked up in her face with her blue eyes and the two melted stars in them
1: why what have you been doing with your eyes child
0: asked the old lady crying
1: answered the princess why child
0: because i couldn't
2: find my way down again
1: but you could find your way up not at first not for a long time but your face is streaked like the back of a zebra hadn't you a handkerchief to wipe your eyes with no then why didn't you come to me to wipe them for you
2: please i didn't know you were here i will next
0: time
1: there's a good child
0: said the old lady then she stopped her wheel and rose and going out of the room returned with a little silver basin and a soft white towel with which she washed and wiped the bright little face and the princess thought her hands were so smooth and nice when she carried away the basin and towel the little princess wondered to see how straight and tall she was for although she was old she didn't stoop a bit she was dressed in black velvet with thick white heavy-looking lace about it and on the black dress her hair shone like silver there was hardly any more furniture in the room than there might have been in that of the poorest old woman who made by her spinning there was no carpet on the floor no table anywhere nothing but the spinning-wheel and the chair beside it when she came back she sat down and without a word began her spinning once more while irene who had never seen a spinning-wheel stood by her side and looked on when the old lady had got her thread fairly going again she said to the princess but without looking at her
1: Do you know my name, child?
0: No, I don't know it, answered the princess. My
1: name is Irene. (gasps) That's my name, cried the princess. I know that. I let you have mine. I haven't got your name. You've got mine.
2: How can that be? Asked the princess, bewildered. I've always had my name.
1: Your papa, the king, asked me if i had any objection to your having it and of course i hadn't i let you have it with pleasure
2: it was very kind of you to give me your name and such a pretty one said the
1: princess oh not so very kind said the old lady a name is one of those things one can give away and keep all the same i have a good many such things wouldn't you like to know who i am child
2: yes that i should very much
1: i am your great-great-grandmother
2: said the lady what's that
1: asked the princess i am your father's mother's father's mother oh dear i can't understand that said the princess i dare say not i didn't expect you would but that's no reason why I shouldn't say it. Oh, no, answered the princess. I will explain it all to you when you are older.
0: The lady went on.
1: But you will be able to understand this much now. I came here to take care of you.
2: Is it long since you came? Was it yesterday, or was it today, because it was so wet that I couldn't get out?
1: I've been here ever since you came yourself.
2: What a long time, said the princess. I don't remember it at all.
1: No, I suppose not.
2: But I never saw you before.
1: No, but you shall see me again.
2: Do you live in this room always?
1: I don't sleep in it. I sleep on the opposite side of the landing. I sit here most of the day.
2: I shouldn't like it. My nursery is much prettier. You must be a queen too, if you are my great big grandmother.
1: Yes, I am a queen.
2: Where is your crown then?
1: In my bedroom. I should like to see it. You shall some day, not today.
2: I wonder why Nursie never told me.
1: Nursie didn't know. She never saw me.
2: But somebody knows that you are in the house.
1: No, nobody.
2: How do you get your dinner, then?
1: I keep poultry, of a sort.
2: Where do you keep them?
1: I will show you.
2: And who makes the chicken broth for you?
1: I never kill any of my chickens.
2: Then I can't understand.
1: What did you have for breakfast this morning?
2: Oh, I had bread, and milk, and an egg. I dare say you eat their eggs.
1: Yes, that's it. I eat their eggs.
2: Is that what makes your hair so white?
1: No, my dear, it's my old age. I am very old.
2: I thought so. Are you fifty?
1: Yes, more than that.
2: Are you a hundred?
1: Yes, more than that i am too old for you to guess come and see my chickens
0: again she stopped her spinning she rose took the princess by the hand led her out of the room and opened the door opposite the stair the princess expected to see a lot of hens and chickens but instead of that she saw the blue sky first and then the roofs of the house with a multitude of the loveliest pigeons mostly white but of all colors walking about making bows to each other and talking a language she could not understand she clapped her hands with delight and up rose such a flapping of wings that she in her turn was startled you frighten my poultry said the old lady smiling and they frightened me said the princess smiling too but what very nice poultry are the eggs nice
1: yes very nice
0: what a small egg
2: spoon you must have wouldn't it be better to keep hens and get bigger eggs
1: how should i feed them though i see said the princess
2: the pigeons feed themselves they've got wings
1: just so if they couldn't fly i couldn't eat their eggs
2: but how do you get
0: at their eggs where are the nests the lady took hold of a little loop of string in the wall at the side of the door and lifting a shutter showed a great many pigeon-holes with nests some with young ones and some with eggs in them the birds came in at the other side and she took out the eggs on this side she closed it again quickly lest the young ones should be frightened oh what a nice way cried the princess
2: will you give me an egg to eat i'm rather hungry
1: i will some day but now you must go back or Nursie will be miserable about you i dare say she's looking for you everywhere
2: except here answered the princess oh how very surprised she will be when i tell her about my great big grand grandmother
1: yes that she will said the old lady with a curious smile mind you tell her all about it exactly
2: that i will please will you take me back to her
1: i can't go all the way but i will take you to the top of the stair and then you must run down quite fast into your own room
0: the little princess put her hand in the old lady's who looking this way and that brought her to the top of the first stair and thence to the bottom of the second and did not leave her till she saw her half way down the third when she heard the cry of her nurse's pleasure at finding her she turned and walked up the stairs again very fast indeed for such a very great grandmother and sat down to her spinning with another strange smile on her sweet old face about the spinning of hers I will tell you more another time. Guess what she was spinning End of chapter three.